Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Now there's black chicks back, back on the air. Just thinking out loud. Back on the air. Just thinking out loud. Back on the air. We're back. Thank you for listening. You can check us out on JTOLmedia.com and on Twitter at JTOLmedia. Check us out on Facebook at Just Thinking Out Loud Media and the Nerdy Black Chick Talk Radio Show pages. You are listening to Just Thinking Out Loud. You are listening to Just Thinking Out Loud, the podcast where the nerdy black chicks talk about news, politics, entertainment, current events, pop culture, and of course, general ratchetness. What the heck is wrong with my mouth? Words <laughs> <laughs> which is not coming out right. I am Sheepy showing up on Twitter, and of course, I'm here with my family and my co-host, Abujetta Rising. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back, welcome back. And you see, I'm trying to phase out my government name. (laughs) Phase it out. (laughs) Try to to phase out the government. (laughs) I noticed that these last few episodes, we've been a little hard on a certain demographic and... I have a feeling they might try to come for me so because you know they control everything <laughs> yep <laughs> so true very true you know be like on uh empire spoiler alert when <laughs> they went to the radio station now nah, you ain't got no interview today <laughs> i bought the station <laughs> hell yeah this is my boy yeah I'm, I'm something i'm i'm hoping that maybe this it's going to pick up something's going on that just not grabbing me like last season yeah i think that the first two episodes the first episode was off the hook as far as just so much going on the second one was just as much the third one i think kind of brought it back to a little bit of normalcy so hopefully going forward it'll be back to some normal shit because it was just too damn much lately i was i still enjoy it but not as much as season yeah yeah it keeps my interest i'm not going to stop watching it because it's not the same but I just hope it just gets a little bit better. I don't know. Maybe it was. I mean, what was it about the first season? Was it because it was just so fast paced? Like there was so much happening in every episode. I think it because it was new. You know what I mean? And I think this yeah. season we've come to expect a certain level of something from that show. 
and they, it, it's, it set such a high standard last season that it's going to be hard to kind of duplicate season one. So unless they just, I don't know, I, to me, I feel like if they just go back to like just having the storyline of Evil Lucius and the family, like now they got so many damn guest stars and I'm glad he's out of jail because that was the craziest jail. That was awful. <laughs> You know, it's so funny because I, I love how TV is like so unrealistic. Like, why is he on on the yard in jail? Like, he's not in prison. He's he's being held for court, so it's not like he was just rushed to the max prison. But apparently, he was, and it was just crazy. And then you had uh, what was his name, Chris Rock, in the first episode. Yeah. I loved it, but it was just over. It was too much. It was yeah, because when they said Chris Rock was guest star, and I was like, what kind of character is he going to play? And he plays this evil crazed maniacal drug kingpin who's willing to cut heads off of people for yeah. payback and i'm like chris rock was he's who they thought of for this role yeah. i mean he wasn't terrible but it was just i was watching chris rock yeah well you know they say all comedians have a dark side but you're right i would have pictured for the role someone more bad guy ish like a ving rames type you know somebody you would be scared of you saw you saw chris rock you're like <laughs> make a joke that's like mad dog no good like martin when uh, gary coleman showed up yeah mad dog no good that's how i felt like that's mad dog (laughs) that's frank gavis chris rock chris rock is mad dog (laughs) (laughs) but it comes on tonight Mm -hmm. yes it does so we'll see i'm I'm, my heart is breaking for andre i hope he doesn't have another episode i know i love me some andre well, you know, uh, he and Boo Boo Kitty are engaged now. In real life, yeah. Uh-huh. They're a cute couple. They are. Very nice looking couple. Well, you know what? We just skipped everything and started running them out. <laughs> Need to do a little bit of the usual, which is to let you know how you can reach us on the social media. Again, you can follow me on Twitter at SheBeShona, S-H-E-B-E-S-H-O-N-U-F-F, and follow us on Twitter at J-T-O-L Media. We also have a Facebook page where we just basically update with our uh, newest episodes, Just Thinking Out Loud Media on Facebook, and our water cooler, which is the place where we just post different things, chit-chat, interact with our listeners at the Nerdy Black Chicks Talk Radio Show page, and where can Miss Bougetto Rising be found? Well, you can find me on my Facebook at Bougetto Rising, and you can also find me on the Instagram um, at Bougetto Rising, and if you follow me, I follow back, and I like your pics, so like mine, please. Thank you very much. Snap. (laughs) (laughs) I hate when people don't like, don't nobody like my damn pics. I don't know why. I try, y'all. I try. I find something creative. I'm like, ooh, kittens. I post it. No likes. Wait, kittens. Come on, work with me. What are the kittens doing? depends i love cats <laughs> okay well you need to find a whole bunch of cat ladies you need to do a cat lady podcast and i'm sure whoever listens to your podcast will follow you on instagram and like your kitty cat <laughs> oh that's that sounded awful yeah i'm sorry Is that those kitty cat pics <laughs> Maybe if you would have told people that from the jump, <laughs> you'd get more people be like, look, follow me on Instagram where you can see my kitty cats. <laughs> it's not that bad. 
Anyway, anyway, moving on. Short hair, kitten, long hair. <laughs> Ew. Long hair, if that's what you're into. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> so, it seems that every other week is a toddies and bullshit episode. We can't get serious. We're going to have a serious episode coming up soon one day, guys. We started to last week, last we? other week. That was a other, other week. <laughs> yeah, when we were talking about the Pope. Oh, and... but that just went left real fast. <laughs> <laughs> we tried, y'all. We tried. We can't even bring you, like, the inside scoop on the Million Man March. Like, I'm not even going to act like we're, like it didn't happen. I'm not going to do that. It happened. I was not paying attention to anything. I was actually preparing on Saturday for a wonderful roundtable that I hosted with uh, eight other black women podcast hosts. And that's going to be available for you all to hear soon. So I, I did. I forgot it was even happening. Yeah, I mean, I, I knew I had to work. So I was like, I felt like a bad black person, especially since we're in Baltimore, D.C. area. So we could easily I had, and this is sad, but I've, I haven't been to any of them. I didn't go to the original Million Man March. Was that in 95? They had that Million Women March. I was 15. So I did watch it, you know, on TV and it was they talked about it. It was just sad. It was so different back then because we actually talked about it in class while it was happening because a, lot, a bus from our school went and a lot of the boys went. So we were all talking about it. Um, then they had the Million Women March. I don't know if that was 97, but I was still a kid. So I really didn't pay attention. But anyway, I always said to myself, if they have another one, I want to go. I want, if they have another one, I want to go. I didn't, you know, I don't know exactly what because to support the men, number one, but just to be in that environment. And damn it, if I wasn't at work, <laughs> this one. <laughs> so, and I was really disappointed because usually, you know, something like that, if you're not there, you can at least watch it on TV. And I use my my uh, Facebook at work. Please don't report me. And I kind of like look at the updates, updates in the news feeds, and I see CNN and what they're talking about. And they usually have a video here or there. Um, other sites or other people were posting stuff. Like uh, the Afro was posting stuff, and I think TV One was, but CNN did not report. And then I was confused about that because I'm like, is, is it today? I thought I was on the wrong day. And come to find out, no major media outlet actually showed it. Which is it's which is very ironic, given the fact that so many people like to say that you know, uh, what about black on black crime and how come y'all aren't talking about black? I mean, you talking about black Black Lives Matter? It don't matter when y'all killing each other and like uh, as all of us have been saying, the cameras are there and running. You couldn't get a place to stand, I guess, on the corners of Baltimore City at the time where they had the riots because people were standing on corners with cameras. Yeah. Trying to see what the black folks gonna do. They were the angry black folks. Yep. They burning shit up. Yep. When shit went down in Ferguson, both times, they were there. They were, you know what? They were it there in Ferguson, I think, the day before, just anticipating Damn. <laughs> that shit. It was a sale. Yeah, because I know when, and also in Baltimore, same with the the first like hearing date to, I think it was a motions hearing or whatever for the Freddie Gray crate case. You had national media here the day before. Our regular media was like running a show all night long based on it. Like we're in front of the courthouse. The courthouse isn't open yet. Like hoping there was gonna be some huge something. 
But for this, you've got, and I saw the pictures. It was at least a million there. It was at least a million people in D.C. And there was different people from different organizations, groups. A lot of black celebrities were there. Um, Snoop Dogg had it on his Instagram. And, you know, uh, say what you want about our entertainers. When it comes down to some stuff, they do get involved with social activism. Snoop was there. I think um, a couple people were there. J. Cole was there. You had people, Atlanta Housewives were there. So you had various different celebrities there at different times posting it on their pages but a total news media out um blackout from mainstream media and i want to say this because um i'm in a group on facebook and we talk about this black group of course and everyone is really upset that cnn didn't show it msnbc fox no one showed positive black people it because it's not the narrative but mm-hmm. i was just as disappointed in revolt tv um, that's a, I don't think a lot of people know about it, but it's been out there for like two or three years now. Revolt is a, uh, entertainment station owned by P. Diddy. He does show other things other than videos. It's like a modern day, remember the box where they just show videos all day? Mm-hmm. For the most part, it's just videos. However, in the morning, it shows a live uh, broadcast of the um, the Breakfast Club in New York. Like the vid- cameras are in there watching them. They interview people. That's one. They have like a TRL type thing in the afternoon. They do specials with hip hop artists. If they have like a, a little concert in um, Miami, the Diddy's hosting, they'll post it. So they do have the ability to show other shit. They didn't show it on Revolt. Um, and own owned by Oprah. I didn't see her have a special about it all day. I, and you would think. That they would be the two networks that would say, hey, this is for us. I mean, TV One is supposed to have a a special on it, but I was disappointed in Own and Revolt as well. And BET didn't show it. Of course not, but we all know BET's owned by white people. Of course. Um, I think you usually kind of, I don't know, I've never never seen like Aspire. Oh, I, I forget about Aspire yeah, because it's so way it. it's so way down the damn channel. Like I don't go that far. Yeah, that's true. And so Centric. I forget it's there. Centric. Centric. Yeah, and Bounce. I watch Centric sometimes. Bounce. I mean, we have networks out there, people, but y'all gotta be on the point. Y'all gotta be on ball too because if we're running to them, and I don't want to go too long on this because we got a shorter show today, but if we're mad at CNN for doing what they normally do, and I am mad, and hopefully, you know, I don't know what the plan is. I know people were talking about blackout for this and blackout for that. Figure it out. Let me know, and I'll blackout. But I also demand better from Bounce and TV One and revolt and own you know you guys are you are black people owning a news network if we can cover it on a podcast y'all can cover it on y'all tv stations yeah and we will make sure that we will come back well i think the next time that we record we'll make sure we sit down we get serious we find out what we can find out and you know make sure that we have our stamp on it like our voices brought to it because that's this podcasting basically is where people are going to for the information yeah independent media so make sure you continue to support um not just our podcast of course but there are so many out there i just uh discovered a website called listenopoly which is basically a directory of podcasts that are hosted by people of color oh wow so if you want to just find our voices black and brown voices because i saw that there were a few latino shows out there then check out that site and see and they've got it listed by genre so if you're looking for news specifically there you go if you're looking for comedy health science nerdy geeky pop culture it's all there debates and bullshit because we ain't we ain't got toddies it's too early for toddies too early and i gotta go to work (laughs) yeah 
<laughs> so just quickly, because basically when I watch these debates, and it's three hours, and after the first hour, I forget about what happened like prior to that. <laughs> so by the time I get to the end of the damn thing, three and a half hours later, however the hell long it was, two and a half hours later, I forgot pretty much anything that happened before the last 20 minutes. Yeah. But I do remember at the opening of it, they did videos and they talked a little bit about the former first lady, former senator, former secretary of state Hillary Clinton and all of her things and the email uh scandal and whatever. And then they move on to Bernie Sanders, the people's candidate and how he marched with uh civil rights and he is a democratic socialist and they did this whole run in and they did a little bit about Martin O'Malley, former mayor of Baltimore City and former governor of Maryland. And then they were like, oh yeah, and these guys. <laughs> oh. oh no, the one guy they said uh, was a war vet. And he opened just like he closed. They were like, well, at the end they were like, well, what do you want to leave everybody with? Who's your biggest enemy? And he was like, the guy who shot me in Vietnam. <laughs> Good night, everybody. I'm like, what? Where the fuck did that come from? Man? Yeah, that, that was, was awful. That was really bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> straight and, and I don't know if anybody's like, you could hear a couple of little chuckles, but it was real awkward. Like, I don't think it got the reception he thought it was going to get. I thought he, I guess he figured he was going to get straight applause. They were like, he's going to love me for this. Mm-hmm. It was so awkward. <laughs> it was awkward. <laughs> it was so awkward. So straight out the gate, it was like, pow. First question, Hillary. And then Bernie. And then Hillary again. And then Bernie. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, if you're looking at this like a horse race, it's like, all right, straight out the gate. It goes first to, no, I think it went to Bernie Sanders first and then Hillary, yeah. then Bernie, then Hillary. So it was like the first one out the gate was feel the burn. Like if he had a racehorse, <laughs> that would be it. Feel the burn, it's race out the gate, hot on his heels as the first <laughs> woman president. So they're going back and forth and then you've got the other guys, one, two, and three, still in the gate because 10 <laughs> minutes later, they ain't said shit. <laughs> <laughs> Like, come on, people! What what happened to the debate? Is it between Hillary and 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 Bernie, or are these other guys just here for props? <laughs> Eventually, Martin O'Malley did step in with his two cents, and I know he hates Baltimore right now. He oh, hates y'all, right. Baltimore. They dragged him in Baltimore. It was epic because we, you know, like you said, we're in Baltimore. So I'm following uh, Jane Miller, uh, which is a popular uh, news anchor, a local news anchor. She always has the dirt on any story. She can't wait. She's salivating to say some negative <laughs> shit. This bitch, every time he said one thing, and it wasn't many times he got to speak. Immediately, she had a quote from 2006 where he said this, and actually he was wrong, and Martin O'Malley's corruption. And I'm like, this? <laughs> she was spilling all the tea on Twitter. Oh, my it. God. It was horrible. I was dying laughing last night. First of all, I have to say, the, the, the Democratic debate is so different from the Republican debate. It was... The Republicans were watching, like, watching wild animals. Like, they just eat each other. They call each other all kinds of dumbass names. And it's just a dumb. It's like watching, like, I don't know, like, assholes cuss each other out for about two, three hours. It's ridiculous. Anyway, you come to the Democrats, and I say it was more informative, but just like, this is typical of Democrats. 
they won't really get smart, but people were very snarky. And then you had Anderson, little smart ass, throwing so many shade. When he asks you a question, he's going to get smart with you first. First of all, Hillary, we all know you lied about the uh, emails and the people are disappointed in you and you have a track record of being a liar. But what do you have to say about this? Well, Anderson, I don't know. Well, yes, we do know. Anyway, answer the question. And that's how he was pretty much the whole night to everybody. It was like the one guy, he even um, shaved the poor little guy on the end he was like why well, didn't know back then can you just give me a break <laughs> and anderson goes no what did you think you're here for and i'm like whoa and he was like no heart he had no heart it was it was it was really good it was, this was the shadiest debate yet he was awesome yeah, I hope, what, how come he doesn't see he needed to be up there with the gop debate oh they probably fight him they would probably fight him because they they're not intelligent to handle the kind of questions Anderson was giving them and you have to see that the, the difference between the Democrats and the Republicans is these people actually know what they're talking about They, when they answered the question it was like a level to the questions and different stuff they actually researched the shit the Republicans was just like a I, I don't even know like they didn't research nothing they just went out there and see who could be the most obnoxious and I, I think they probably would I don't think I don't even picture Republicans doing a debate with Anderson in charge seeing as how he treated them well, the Democrats and and O'Malley said it best. He said, well, basically, you know, the difference between the Democratic debate and the GOP debate is that with the Democratic debate, there were no slights against women, no racist remarks oh against God. new immigrants. It's like, okay, yeah, good point. Yeah, wasn't none of that. I mean, it was even nice. Bernie was even nice enough to shut down the whole email gate. Yeah, thing. and I'm glad he did it because I was tired of hearing about it. That was good of Bernie. He uh he did the thing. He he held his own. He held it down. The little guy that looked like he was running for the <laughs> team leader at his senior citizen yeah. shuffleboard group, like <laughs> shuffleboard team. He was like, I just wanna. I don't know. I just wanna be president. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and most of the time, he wasn't even saying anything. No, like, he was just off in the distance trying. Martin O'Malley tried to hang in there as best as he could between uh but it really was the hillary and bernie show it was the hillary and bernie show and you know what i was looking at o'malley because he's a hometown town guy he's got his issues i loved some of the stuff he said and some of the stuff he comes across so arrogant and it's like no matter what you do you can't change that bernie comes across like a crazy man and i actually was watching a debate last night so that i could like bernie more because a lot of he's got a huge following and people i know a lot of friends of mine who are supporting bernie and i was like well maybe i'm missing some some shit i want to see what bernie got to say and bernie just goes off and he screams and hollers and i'm like i didn't know i did not know he was that kind of old like i've never actually (laughs) seen him in action i just heard about him so when i saw him i'm like oh my gosh he's somebody's angry grandpa he was he's like get off my lawn hillary (laughs) which is about the and hillary let me tell you she was definitely queen bitchy last night she was queen i mean i like her my favorite moment with Hillary were her one word answers like somebody asked her a long drawn out question and then Bernie or asked Bernie a question he did a whole long base on Hillary get smart with her try to throw her under the rug and then Andrew said do you have anything to say to that and Hillary would go no and everybody would go yeah <laughs> <laughs> and the little old guy tried to do the same thing and he said some stuff tried to low blow Hillary and Andrew said Hillary you got something to say to that and she goes no I was like go ahead bitchy somebody <laughs> is bitchy tonight <laughs> she had a nice hot cup of bitch yes she did and I was loving every minute of it <laughs> 
<laughs> so her thing, but everybody had their little hang up. Like um, Hillary was just riding this whole first woman president thing hard. Yeah. Bernie was riding the democratic socialist thing hard. Mm-hmm. I don't quite know what O'Malley's thing was. He was trying to do everything. This motherfucker had people in the crowd, and he tried to do the humble voice. I was laughing on my face. He's, you know, I've brought this person from uh, Colorado. They're actually in the audience with me. Nobody gave zero fucks, and it was some deep <laughs> shit. But he tried it. He was like, "Okay, now, that ain't working. Let me try another voice." <laughs> <laughs> oh, when they asked him, he was. They were like, "That's when um, I said he hates Baltimore because the very first question he really Baltimore. got was yeah. about Baltimore." Yeah, and I figured that we were we were sitting there saying that like I figured it would be about Baltimore. Like, how do you account for that shit? But I, like I said, I bet you Baltimore wish they could have his ass back now. Like seeing how bad things have gotten. But he's got you know a big problem. I think he's still like point zero one percent, and the best he can hope for, and maybe that's what his in, on the end was trying to be is somebody's running mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe that's what he was trying to do anyway because i don't see him ever being the, the president of anything. oh no because once once somebody asked him about that rain tax oh shit yeah the rain tax that you no know, ain't nobody voting you for president <laughs> you taxing us for rain <laughs> <laughs> the other guy um little grandpa Ch- chaffee chaffee whatever yeah he, yeah his hangout was I've never been in any scandals. <laughs> that's what he opened with, and that's what he closed with. Never been in any scandals. That was so sweet. I, you know, I just want to give him a hug. You know, I like Shafee. He didn't have much to bring to the table, but you know, he's ten times better than Webb. And I, I won't forget Webb's name because he's the angriest sob in the Democratic Party. He's an asshole up on that stage. <laughs> and can you can have peering him under his breath if somebody would just ask me a question? I've been over here for ten minutes. <laughs> like, damn. Yeah. I know. Tag me in, Bernie. Tag me in. <laughs> if somebody would say my name, maybe I'd get to speak. <laughs> he was mad at Anderson, boy. And then Anderson had shade to throw because Anderson said, well, you knew the rules of the debate before you got here. <laughs> anyway, next question. <laughs> <laughs> and then he told him, well, you're sitting there wasting all this time talking about how you ain't got no time. <laughs> Ooh, our boy oh. was in rare form last night. Yeah, he—he's the—he was the um VIP. He was. He won the debate. Um, the Democratic mm-hmm. debate drew in 15.3 million viewers last night. Now I don't know what that compares to the Dem- the Republicans. I know. You know what? I don't think the numbers could ever beat the Republican um viewership because I think that Democrats actually watched the Republicans' debate, and I don't think any Republicans really want to watch ours. But we watched it to laugh, so that's not really a fair comparison. Yeah, I watched the GOP one. I was ex- actually expecting this uh, debate to be pretty boring because I expected them to talk about the issues as opposed to <laughs> all the real housewives that was going on over at the GOP debate. And then they had the nerd to have two different ones. You got the kid table and then you got the regular one. And all we got are five people. <laughs> they had a kid's table at the same time because yeah. wasn't nobody talking to poor little Chafee and poor little Webb. <laughs> poor, poor Chafee, poor Webb. Yeah, they were just on the side. So, um, moving on because we're talking about politics. Ben Carson, mm-hmm. our beloved Ben Carson. He had one hell of a week, man. <laughs> okay, so he started off talking about how um, when when the shootings happened, 
that he wouldn't have just stood there he would have said hey guys come on let's let's get him <laughs> like what i was like what is he like a thundercat does he think he's just gonna call all these people and say come on let's get him i said he's telling us he would have been a king but i'm telling you right now he'd have been daryl <laughs> no, see, I yeah, I, I would have helped you, but I was holding hot coffee. <laughs> I don't believe that. See, I was one of the only people last week that was not mad at Bernie, and if I, I wasn't tired of arguing, then yeah, we we moved on. My my bad. Then then old Uncle Ben. I wasn't mad at Uncle Ben, and I actually believed him, and I felt like you know what? We don't know the details exactly how the shooting happened. Um. But from the little description we've been given so far, immediately when they said that the shooter came in and asked everybody who was Christians, would they stand up? Now, this is and I and I hate that our society now is everything is a victim blame. If you have a question, just like with the Cosby thing, if you have a question now, you're blaming the victim. I think that's the most overused phrase of 2015. You're victim blaming. I have a question. So if, if someone came into my classroom brandished a weapon and said if you're a christian stand up now we've been in america how many years you're in college you had to be here at least 18 years 17 18 years you've seen that there's been shootings in classrooms before so he's not there to take attendance this isn't the teacher he's got a gun what do you do in that mindset and none of us really know exactly what we will do in that moment so we can never judge the people who were there but i think it's fair to have a discussion where you say well what would i do would i run would i rush the guy i mean if and if he's saying he would rush him i, no, I think i would then carson can't even speak above a whisper even get dirty in a damn debate you you're not gonna talk shit with donald trump but you're gonna rush a dude with a assault rifle or automatic weapon come on he's been hiding behind that chair well a lot of everybody else most people most people have something called fight or flight when it comes to a crazy situation and it's not abnormal for you to do crazy things that you may not do in your normal day-to-day life if somebody pulls a gun on you in a classroom you may freeze you may not Mm -hmm. do anything you may stand there you may run out the door and there are people like that guy that got shot seven times it will rush the fucking guy knowing damn well i'm gonna get shot now i'm not gonna say that ben maybe 100 percent, but i believe him but i think it's important to start having that conversation because these school shootings are not going away and as a matter of fact we had another one (laughs) the next week Um, i don't think it was the same type of thing but three people were shot on a college campus so these are things that are becoming commonplace in our society and i think there's nothing wrong with saying let's start talking about what you would do so just maybe in case you're in a situation like that you're you're kind of you have that conversation in your head because that's why we do disaster training and things like that because crazy things happen and you have to have in your state of mind it's sad but somebody could walk into your classroom with a gun yeah it's nothing wrong with saying hey maybe we should rush the guy maybe we should throw the desk at him and run out the room something see but there's a difference between having a plan of action and talking about things that you could possibly do in a situation and a presidential candidate getting up there pretty much saying well you know i wouldn't have just stood there I would have done this. It's like, no, you cannot say what you would have done. But you would like to think. You would like to that question, though. Yeah, it wasn't like they said. It's the way he said it, though. I mean, he said that shit like it was so flip, and that's what he would have done. When, what, a few days later, he claims he was at a Popeye's organization, because that's what they're called, organizations. Chicken <laughs> restaurant, damn it. 
He was at a Popeyes organization, and a guy came in and pointed pointed a gun at what in his chest and said, you know, and he told him, "I think you want the guy over there." Now, who the hell? The, I, you can't even believe that shit. Wait a minute, didn't Ben stab somebody? His friend. Okay, so you mean to tell me <laughs> that you don't believe this man has the, the what is it called? What's the, you know the, the capability to be violent or crazy or rational? Most people who are very smart in one way are crazy, and you, okay. it's clear this man is crazy. So this okay, crazy. All right, so then let's use that then. If he would have said, based on the fact that he stabbed his friend in the in the stomach almost, but it hit his belt buckle. If he would have said, that's when I grabbed the gun, pointed it deeper in my chest, and said, go ahead and try it, motherfucker. Then, maybe, based on his past history, I would have <laughs> believed it. But he said that he kindly redirected him to somebody else. But that's smart. I think that man knew what the hell he was coming. But no, he knew that man knew what he was coming in there for. If he was coming in there to rob the store, he is not going to first thing first point his gun at a customer. He could have been a crackhead. You don't know. Oh come on. (laughs) Oh yeah. There's no record of this happening, according to the BPD. They did look it up. Exactly. Not find this. However, they said there were so many robberies <laughs> that they can't really rule it out that it didn't happen. It's completely plausible. They just don't have the, the record no, of what happened right there. Bougetto. I think it, it's very likely. Very Bougetto. likely. Very likely. Yeah, I'm having this conversation. Why? Why would that? I mean, come on. You, ain't you from outside of Baltimore? Don't you not, know that this that is, is no. very well, likely? If we are talking about Ben Carson, no. All right. Well, you this know. man is tell tell. Okay, the first lie was he went to a Popeyes organization. The second lie he told was that he only went there for fries. Nobody goes. No, what knuckle you know goes to Popeyes just for the fries? There's people that go in there just for the biscuits. Keep that biscuits. <laughs> Maybe he don't like no damn biscuits. Either way. <laughs> okay, look. Admittedly, I've gone to places just for the biscuits. <laughs> we are diggers. <laughs> the only way this conversation is realistic. Look, I done been in there for the biscuits many a time. But you know what I did? I was roped into getting a piece of chicken with the biscuit because, you know, it happens. Anyway. You saying you just completely everything Ben has been saying is outrageous to you this week. I feel like it's all plausible that I think that when all the stuff he said that is crazy, that I can believe that he rushed gunman and I can believe this incident happened in Popeyes. I can believe it. God, we are not related today. <laughs> I think you trolling me. You <laughs> I just I think it's, it's, it's I think you are trolling me. That's what I think is going on. Speaking of Ben Carson, just quickly, Rupert Murdoch suggests yeah. that Ben Carson is um he's the real black presidential candidate. He's going to be the real black president that's going to help you know fix this uh these racial issues that we're having. Right, and see, this is where we'll come back to agreeing. <laughs> ben Carson, okay, back full circle now. We're coming back full circle now. All this other crazy shit, I can believe, but uh, this thing with Ben Carson and Rudolph Murdoch, Murdoch, Rudolph Murdoch said some old bullshit that uh, people have been saying about Obama and back and forth. And then Ben uh, said he wouldn't answer the question. He was like, "Well, uh, you know." I don't know. I can't say. Motherfucker, you know you can say. You just don't want to say. And ain't no black person really going to vote for your ass, which is a damn shame because you done failed black America. He used to be, remember when Ben Carson was cool and everybody was like, why 
wow, look, we've got one. And now he's reduced himself to the token Republican black. And now he's trying to say that Barack didn't even happen. So, I, I mean, that was really sad. He's at a, but he's also said that Obamacare was akin to the worst thing to happen to black people since slavery. So, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It is slavery. <laughs> this, how dare you make me have health insurance so I can see a doctor? <laughs> the oppression. <laughs> oh, God. So, okay, so, of all people, Rupert Murdoch is black checking. Mm, of all He's, he's going to tell us what a real what black, a black man person. is. Mm-hmm. Like, first of all, we have a real black man in office. Thank you very much. Yeah, 100%. We're, we're good with the one we've got. Yeah. Ben Carson is not his replacement. Never going to happen. Ain't going to happen. Second of all, you mean the racial divide that you help create? Mm. That you help promote with Fox News? Like, basically what you're saying is, this is a black man we're comfortable with. And he goes along with what we saying. And if y'all niggas would go along with what we're saying, we wouldn't have no racial tension. Hello? <laughs> so what you need is a kind, good, <laughs> um, obedient black man <laughs> to be your leader in the White House um, to help lead you back to your um, That's what they need. They don't need no ornery Negro over there. Yeah, <laughs> you ain't no good black. We need one. We, we need one of y'all blacks to obey and be obedient to mess us. I cannot. I'm actually so. scrolling down Facebook and somebody has the box of Uncle Ben's half-baked <laughs> 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 ideas and theories always stuffed in a crackpot. Damn it, Ben. You done ran your, your legacy into the ground with this presidential run. So I was actually going to give him Rupert Murdoch for that. The first ever Milo Award. Because as you know, we do the Millies. But it looks like these white men are trying to Millie it up themselves. Mm-hmm. With this fake, I give a damn about black people tweet. That's what it was. It was under the guise of, hey, I care about race. I care about black black issues. Let me help you find a good black guy. Let me direct you to the black guy that's going to save you. Y'all don't give a damn about no damn black people. Yeah. Bitch, where? Where you care about black people? Bitch, where? You don't care about no damn black people. Where? Don't give a damn. But anyway, now they want to be concerned. So instead of him getting the first Milo, he got him. Uh, he got a um, honorable mention. <laughs> the first Milo goes to <laughs> drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> you do the worst drum roll. Does it sound like a drum roll to you? I don't know what that sounds like. I'm sorry, guys. It sounds like you're drooling and trying to catch it. <laughs> <laughs> it goes to Piers Morgan, a former guest, a uh, former host of. Um, was it America's Got Talent former judge on that he used to have a TV show on CNN until people just got tired of him and um, D. Ray McKesson tweeted his you know usual tweet I love your blackness (laughs) well Piers Morgan just felt like he had to jump into that one which I don't even know how he even picked up on it like what are you doing that you picked of all the tweets in the world suddenly that showed up on his radar 
he comes back with well I love my whiteness and I love your blackness too then he follows with well you know uh he look I can't say that I love my whiteness y'all are so racist so basically he's calling black twitter he even said he called out hashtag black twitter trolls him says you're racist after he addresses some shit that McKessie wasn't even saying there was no conversation with you Piers Morgan where did you jump into this so how is it that you felt like you needed to address it so when black twitter comes for your ass then you want to play the victim oh that sounds just like a millie yeah that's the millies just like them millies (laughs) who like to say some old off color bullshit and then as soon as they get got whatever do you mean (laughs) I didn't mean that oh y'all are just being so mean to me then he says something about as many times as he stood up for uh, black people or whatever when yeah when was that Oh, why? Because you had a couple of guests on your shows and you might have agreed with something that somebody black said. Mm. You've done nothing for black people. Why the hell are you here? (laughs) Are you even in the States? Is he still over here? I don't even know. Why are you here? Why do you care about what we're doing? Because the only time anybody talks about him is when he trolls black Twitter. Yeah. So, for you to come up and say that you love your whiteness, which I don't know exactly what that means at all. Because I know what loving my blackness as an American black means. Mm-hmm. Because I don't have that connection, the, the same connections with my African roots that can go all the way back and be like, yeah, that's right, I connect with Africa. Except for whatever's innate, I don't have anything tangible that I fully connect with all the time but from my mother my grandfather my grandmother my grandfather's father the people that were over here in america that's how i identify as being black black america there's a culture link with that the things that we had to go through as black people from slaves on to where we are to having a black man in the white house all the different things that we've done and innovated and music and the way that we actually influence culture all around the world that's something that i say that i love and i'm proud of my my skin tone my my the things that i grew up with my values family connections that's what i say when i say i love my blackness what do you mean sir when you say i love my whiteness yeah. i'm waiting for that i'm waiting for somebody to explain what that is what is your whiteness now, if he said, I love being Irish, you'd been like, well, okay. That makes sense. But, you know, it's kind of one of those things like uh, when they, the white people say, well, we just want our country to go back to the good old days, back in the good old days. Please explain when the fuck these good old days were. <laughs> because then you will show yourself for the racist that you are. Because it hasn't been long since we just got rights to equality. That was in the 60s. That wasn't long ago. So when exactly were the good old days? And why, what do you mean by that? Explain yourself. And this is the same thing. Well, I love my whiteness. Well, what, what do you mean by that? What do you like your like, white privilege? Which is fine if you want to admit the shit. Then admit it. I love my white privilege. 
privilege. I'm white and I love my white privilege. Then say it and then you take all the backlash that comes along with that because then you called you, you showed yourself who you are and then we can uh, deal with you accordingly. And he, for him to say that whole Millie line, well, haven't I been good to y'all people? I'm so sick of this shit. What, motherfucker, when did we ask you for anything? Number one. Number two, and if you want to say you did it, let's see the receipts. Like you say, what marshes were you at? What schools do you volunteer at? When do you help? When do you go, not just us, when do you address other white people and tell them y'all fucking up right now can i stand up to y'all and say when you're wrong when does he do that so i heard everything that you said i really did but when you started off my mind went straight to a scene from the color purple oh shit <laughs> when she was like when i ever asked anything from you i never asked anything from you not even your sorry ass hair in the marriage that's how i felt <laughs> if that's if that's what you got from it, that's what I meant, Danny. And my mind rested there on that scene for just a moment. Yeah, so that's what it I just meant. Just rested on that. That's what I meant. I saw her lunge at him with that knife and slam it down into the table right in front of him and hold it to. Okay, all right. Let me get back to it. What yeah. was I? He's, he receives the first Milio or what's it called? Oh, Milo. The Milo, yeah. Milo. yeah. The first Milo. We got the Millies and the Milos. So he gets the Milo for that bullshit. <laughs> and it, it ended quickly I'm glad because yeah. he really doesn't deserve any shine and certainly doesn't deserve deserve it for fucking trolling black people he don't troll black folks he won't even talk to you no bitch ass so take a quick break and then we're gonna finish up because we got some women that need to be addressed and then we're done because we got to move quickly alright so we're gonna take a break you know what I'm Damn it. We'll be back, damn it. <laughs> That's what I get for trying to be professional. Mm-mm-mm. You can't after this. <laughs> can't come back from this one. We'll be back.
Raven, if I could sit down with her and say to Raven Simone, who hurt you? <laughs> like, I really need Ayanla to call her up and say, who hurt you? <laughs> Why do you keep, you, you keep, you're, you're doing this to yourself. Every time you open your mouth, you say these things, and it just doesn't make any sense, and I just want to shake you. <laughs> Why? Who hurt you, Raven? I need her to do that. Yeah. Ayanna, please hear my cry. Fix her life. Mm, Jesus, fix it. Jesus, fix it. She said on, and I don't even know how they got on the subject, because I don't watch The View don't see no reason for watching of you but she said uh, they were talking about names do you know how the conversation came up well anyway basically she said that if you've got she said well you know I don't I don't want to say racist because I mean it's more like discriminatory and I would say that I'm definitely discriminatory um because if you have a ghetto name I'm you know I wouldn't hire you Seriously, if your name is Watermelandria, I wouldn't hire you. And of course, people took that and they ran with it, honey. They ran. Mm, mm, mm. And she got dragged to death. Yes, she did. Deservedly so. Mm -hmm. Because even, even Watermelon Jello. <laughs> Watermelon Jello. <laughs> What's her, wait, what's her name? Watermelandria? Yeah, Watermelandria came and dragged that ass too. Well deserved. So then she comes back and she issues, I guess she <laughs> saw the errors of her ways and she apologized. Quote unquote, apologized. She says, my comments about discrimination have spun out of control. I'd like to begin by saying that I was not attacking a specific race, but repeating a name that was said in the viral video, which has received over 2 million likes. I've been, not, been denied many jobs because of my skin color, body size, and age. Each time I was rejected, my self-esteem was negatively affected, so I empathize with those who feel victimized by what I said. We would hope that when it comes to hiring, our names 
physical appearance, sexual orientation, and age would never outweigh our qualifications, but oftentimes they do. That's the truth, and it sucks. But I should not be part of the problem. I should be part of the solution. As an equal opportunity employer, I have never discriminated against a name. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) She didn't throw that laugh in there. I did. (laughs) Even though I said I would. It's uh, It's not true. My comment was in poor taste. My lack of empathy towards name discrimination was uncalled for. I would also like to say that on Friday, my account was hacked. Those are not my words. <laughs> what? Your Twitter uh, said that she's uh, uh, white or, or white brown or white light. She's not black. <laughs> oh, somebody really did post that? Yeah. <laughs> 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 they're actually kind of your words because didn't she tell Oprah yeah, that exactly. she didn't have any color mm-hmm. so okay so which one is it I like to um, quote the honorable people's court judge Milian by saying so were you lying Are you were you lying then or are you lying now mm-hmm. which one is it why would you get up on national television and tell the world if you are an employer why would you say on camera for the world to see and hear that you would not hire somebody with a quote-unquote ghetto name if it wasn't true? And as you sit there and your black ass got the nerve to have a red mohawk, tank lips, and be sitting across the, the desk from somebody named Whoopi. Like, what are you talking about? Your name is Raven Simone. Not exactly the most normal name any damn way (laughs) and you got the nerve to say who you wouldn't hire what's too much for you i I just can't take it please can we ship her off to the white delegation can we race switch switch now because it's it's done i don't think there's any coming back after this one i tried i really did try i petitioned that we (laughs) i i petitioned the black delegation to trade her for arnold from hey arnold Arnold's cool as hell. I will take him on our team. Let's do this. <laughs> I, at this point, I'm trading Knuckles for cartoon characters. Mm-mm. Hell, I was willing to throw in Ben Carson for the entire cast. <laughs> of, hey, Arnold. <laughs> Which is a trick to me because <laughs> you got a cartoon that takes place clearly in the inner city. They are not living in brownstones anywhere. They live in the inner city and still there's only one black kid. <laughs> like white TV, y'all just find a way to erase us any way you can. Y'all mm-hmm. even got the. <laughs> you don't have us in Africa. Nope. You don't have us in like New York City. Mm-mm. And now we ain't even in the inner city, according to your cartoons. Mm-mm. They gonna drink to fight Baltimore, y'all. We gonna be. They gonna be talking about Baltimore and be like, what black people? <laughs> you were blacks here. <laughs> you think Freddie Gray wasn't actually gray? Oh, wow. What? <laughs> anyway. But you're right. She's sitting there looking like talking to from Zoobly Zoo with this big, bright, brightly because she's got plumes on her head. She looks like a freaking bird. But she wants to talk about, well, I wouldn't pick a name. Okay, so you went with Water Melandria, which is clearly very exaggerated. Exaggerated name. And it's exaggerated name. But at what point would you just say, no, would Keisha be ghetto? And, and, uh, and, and for her to say that she wasn't um trying to be racist or say anything specifically about black names it's like but honey you said um 
ghetto. Yeah. And anytime people say ghetto, we know ghetto does not mean poor white people. We also know that ghetto isn't necessarily referring to, um, I don't even think people, the people aren't thinking about Asians when they think ghetto. Yeah. So you knew what you were saying when you were saying ghetto. Mm-hmm. So you, you are talking about specific demographic, particularly black people. And I know people are like, well, why are people mad at her for saying what she's saying? Because it's true. It's, it's nothing wrong with us calling black people out on going on national television or just any platform, but especially on national television and saying some straight up anti-black shit. Yeah. You can't do that. No. If we don't check you, then they use you as an excuse to justify their bullshit over in Fox News and everywhere else. And you know what? If you went on Facebook, there was that que- you know that debate going on, and um, of course, on our, our local Fox affiliate, it was a lot of pe- white people jumping on there. You know, she's got a point. I'm like, see, this is exactly what you said. Now you give some of these racist ass people um the the excuse to do and one of them put on there yeah my husband there was a racist name and i mean a girl with a ghetto name and needless to say he didn't hire i'm like yeah because you're obviously you're admitting your husband's a racist that was something i would have kept to myself but this is where they get the justification from when you see your favorite character on tv raven simone who's who doesn't identify as black but is clearly black because if you weren't raven simone you'd be a black sister and you would be treated the same way but now you feel like you can discriminate with all your privilege that comes from money your child star so you're you don't have to worry about filling out job applications and people seeing your name and not hiring you because you are this person who's been in the, in the entertainment industry forever but if you were regular raven simone from west baltimore then that ass would not have the same benefits you have now so you're coming from a place of financial privilege and on your own people it's really disturbing it was people came for raven and i'm glad a lot of younger black girls who may have quote unquote ghetto names really came for and there was this one girl 19 year old girl she there was this it's been like floated around on the internet a lot and she was saying how she looked up to raven and that's so raven was her thing and she still owns a lot of little that's so raven stuff and then to hear that with her name being whatever her name was she's like i'm so disappointed she told she went on on the girl so I'm, I'm glad she did. I'm glad everybody checked her dumb ass. And let's be real. White people are starting to pick up so-called ghetto names. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. You got celebrities that name their kids Apple. Isn't Gwyneth's kid Apple? And then one by kid's name is Fighter Jet. Like, I mean, maybe not necessarily ghetto, but, you know, they named some weird names, too. And then nowadays, it's not a stretch to find a white Lakeisha or a white, you know, there's plenty of white Tanyas. I don't know if that's a black or white name now, but names that I used to consider black, like Akeisha and Lakeisha. You see white girls named Lakeisha now. And my name is not ghetto. Although, because it has the LA in the front, I have had people accuse, oh yeah, girl, where you get that ghetto name from? Ghetto name is not a ghetto name. Actually, it's old. It's older than your Marys and your Kellys and your Brandys. It's, it's, it's an old Latin name. So, I mean, it depends on what you consider not ghetto or not traditional. But the fact of the matter is, you can't take somebody's name and um, judge whatever their abilities are based on what their parents named them. All you need, all you know about their name is that their parents like that name a lot for whatever reason. Now, as parents, I don't feel like we should limit what we name our children, but I do think that parents should be mindful of what they name their children and be thoughtful about it and at least ask themselves the questions, hmm, if this was my name, would I be happy? 
Uh, speaking of that, this is so funny because I'm in my black group. Um, they were talking about this. We were talking about it in a serious way. And I think it's disgusting for anyone to be discriminated against just based on your name. I don't care what the hell your name is. Your name could be chair. But if you have qualifications and you're educated, you can do the job and you can prove you can do the job. I would rather have a chair that's going to do their job rather than a Mary who's a lazy piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Just because her name is Mary, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt when here's this person with the same level of credentials and I'm going to bypass them. But anyway, um, however, I was thinking back to my juvenile booking days just before I left the police department and there was a bro- some brothers. And I t- tell my police stories and because no one's ever around me, <laughs> no one can verify this. So I was so happy this happened. There was a kid. His name was Lamangelo. Now, just by how you how I'm saying it to you, I'm going to let you get. Well, I'll tell you. His name was actually spelled Lemon Jello together. Mm-hmm. And his name was pronounced Lemangelo. So we had a great laugh off the fact that his name was Lemon Jello. We were calling him Lemon Jello while he was there. We were like, damn, your mother named you Lemon Jello for real? And his brother's name was like Almond Jello, Orange Jello, like Orange Jello. And so I said Lemon Jello part, and people were like, wow, that can't be true. And then this girl was like, um, on the page was like where are you i'm in dc and there's these brothers here (laughs) (laughs) so i said oh shit because those are names you can't forget like there's only one lamangelo walker they with his name spelled like lemon jello (laughs) and his brother's name is orange jello but whatever his mother spelt it how it's well how it sounds to her he is and I don't know about that mama think about thank before you named your child yeah. <laughs> not, not because it just wouldn't you know, it, I don't know it, it, the fact is that people do discriminate yeah. based on names yeah. and so I'm not saying that we have to use that as a, a standard for what we name our children but I think people are kind of crazy when they name their kids they don't think about whether their kids are even going to like that name yeah don't I mean your kid you named your kid Geronimo <laughs> I've heard of that they named the kid Geronimo I'm like well okay so now you are uh 20 years old and your name is Geronimo <laughs> so what, what do you do with that there was somebody who named the the kid it was some rapper or something named his son or something after an album that he was about to produce or some song he did I can't even think of what it was it was a stupid name after a stupid album they'll probably make no money so now your kid is named after some shit that nobody's ever heard Mm-mm-mm. because you thought it'd be a cute idea yeah you gotta thank people yeah so think if you're a parent Think about what you name your child. Is this the name? If the name means me, has meaning to you, and if it's ghetto or whatever, who cares? But just don't name your kid Orange Jello. His name is Orange, Orange Jello and Lemon Jello. Nobody deserves that. <laughs> and they, they are nationally known on the East Coast because they're in DC now. <laughs> <laughs> you can't mess up because now you and your brother. <laughs> nobody is ever gonna forget that now you have to be extraordinary because i mean either way your name is a, a, a conversation piece so you if you can use it to your benefit a lot of if you're you know clever enough to do that but you know it's sad that we do live in an era where we live in an era the reality is we live in an era where black people are discriminated against in job interviews period and when people look down that list of the applications it's true that they see 
a Lakeisha, Laquanda, Sharkeisha, and then they see a Sarah, and they white a white person sitting in HR or Raven Simone will sit there and say, "Well, I'd rather have the Sarah," which is completely fucked up. So I'm glad this dumbass said this on TV so we could talk about it again and make people see how shameful and how nonsensical that is. Because if you haven't even given the person the chance, who's to say that Brian? is a better worker than lemon jello i mean they might have a crazy name but brian could be lazy as hell brian could be stealing from the job just because how many brians that are, that are locked up now that don't mean necessarily that you're yeah. a great person because your name is average or regular or boring so we need to really have this conversation so they can stop doing that it's really ridiculous and for black people to be ready to discriminate against other black people based That's on names, like how how can a mm. keisha prove that keisha's all over the world can do this or Sharkeisha or Orange Jello or Geronimo or or Barack okay. shit <laughs> okay. got, our president's name is Barack and I think that sets the standard for maybe you know for us it's an out of the way or it, it's an ethnic or whatever you would call it but it's a black name and maybe a person would have bypassed this man but he became the president of the United States so that goes to show you that if you're disc- you think like Raven Simone, you're an asshole. And even I posted on our Nerdy Black Chicks page real quick. Um, I just posted a story because I saw Keisha Knight Polium spoke out in the, against what she said, and she said, "Well, wow, you people, you would have discriminated against me because I have a stereotypical black name, Keisha." But Raven didn't mean black though. She was just saying, you know, like ghetto, ghetto. But to the white person, that's the same thing. Okay exactly so for that i didn't want to do it it's sad did this just broke my heart but she's been working on it like she should have been gotten it <laughs> but and, and because the the millie is usually awarded to some white feminist who shoots off the off at the mouth and gives you that doe-eyed what i love black people response after some bash backlash to say it's some tone deaf or racist bullshit mm. the first black not black not ghetto named whatever she wants to call herself identify herself as mm-hmm. is the recipient of the coveted <laughs> millie award mm-hmm. raven simone you mm-hmm. get millie damn sad day when a colored woman gets a damn millie but she earned that shit she really did mm. she did she earned it she deserves it <laughs> dumbass talking about oh, no i wouldn't name anybody then her daddy had to come and say yeah my daughter said some dumb shit and i don't blame him they were like oh he shouldn't have thrown his daughter under the bus no, his daughter had- was messing with his money he's trying to sell books people are talking about they ain't gonna buy his book because she out there saying some stupid shit you better throw your daughter under the bus she got hers you better finish getting yours <laughs> yep raven simone <laughs> simone <laughs> she got the accent on it ain't that how you supposed to say it <laughs> that's true raven simone that's what i'm gonna call it from now on <laughs> raven simone <laughs> all right so Hold on. My phone's ringing.
All right, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Okay, yeah. Okay, so, um, yeah, I feel like we rushed through it. I hate that we had to rush through it, but you got things to do. I got things to do, and we want to at least get this show out because otherwise it won't get recorded until, like, next week, and I don't want that. And I definitely wanted to make sure that we talked about all of these wonderful people. Yep. <laughs> They're clowns. We got clowns running the world. Clowns and Millies and Millios. That's so ravens. Yeah, we got a Milo and a Millie all in one night. <laughs> uh, so next time, I think we'll have to talk about the. Oh, real quick, real quick, before we go, um, I just want to say that on our last show, I spoke briefly about. No, we didn't speak briefly. We went in, talked about Kylie's uh, Kylie Jenner, her little black friend who was okay with getting the nigga cake. Yeah. And what did I say? I said that you get some of these some of these Beckys, you get your white girlfriends sometimes who get a little too comfortable and they cross that line. And what do you have to do when that shit happens? You need to chin check them. You need to check your snowflake. Mm-hmm. Ellen DeGeneres did a parody of Nicki Minaj. Those two are thick as thieves, right? I think Nikki's probably been on that show more than anybody else has been on there. They cool, they laugh. You know, Ellen's always, as far as her comedy goes, has been real safe. And she's managed to avoid trouble where she says something that she's just going to get smacked for. She's avoided it. But I guess she got comfortable with Nikki doing a, a parody of the show that Nikki's got coming out. And she had her family, I guess it's supposed to be Nikki's family when Nikki was a kid. All of them had big butts, including the dog. So you got these big asses on everybody, including this young girl, young black girl, who, by the way, didn't look anything like Nikki. No. She opted to go with the darker child, with the curls and the big ass. And it was like, uh, I didn't see it. I heard about it. I didn't want to see it because I really don't want to be mad at Ellen. But I'm waiting for her to check check that shit. She needs to check it. Nikki, check your snowflake. Yeah, check your snowflakes. You need a chin checker and let them know that that shit wasn't cool. It might have been cool if it was the two of you hanging out at uh, her apartment or her house. Oh, yeah, girl, I did this parody. You need to check it out. And y'all can laugh about that shit at home. But that was not cool at all ellen that shit was not cool yeah don't get too damn comfortable and don't let them get too comfortable because that's shit that happens mm-hmm. and you don't want looking crazy when you tell them what the hell and they're like what <laughs> i didn't mean to you know we cool mm-hmm. yep chin check your snoozy snowflake <laughs> anything you need to add no that was about it that's it. I know you're in a, you're in a uh, work state of mind right now, and you're probably hungry. No, I gotta get to work, so that means I gotta get my ass dressed in the next fifteen minutes and run out. Okay. Well, we thank you so much for listening. We already told you where you can check us out. Go to the show notes, and you can find all of our contact information on social media. Shoot us an email at jtolmedia at gmail dot com to let us know what you think about the show. If you have any questions, if you wanna, I don't know, suggest a topic, you can also call our voicemail line at five one five nine 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 jtol and. And as always, we thank you so much for listening and supporting our little podcast, whatever time of day that it is that you are listening to us. We bid you good morning, good afternoon, good evening, goodbye, and good night.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.